I'm going to go left field a little bit. I mean, you've been in a World Cup. Um, can you just give us a bit of insight in terms of between games? Yeah. What really happens? Because, I mean, it's not like cricket with us where <laughs> it's not that physical. For, okay. for a rugby player, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, I'm not, so maybe half happens, of the... What happens with cricket? They're oh, lazy. Yeah. They're lazy. <laughs> 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 uh, what happens, I mean, in that seven, eight days, um, yeah. you know, post a match yeah. and then building up to the next one? <laughs> Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the podcast, of the Arounders <laughs> podcast with myself, Pilar Sanders Itlava, and of course, Nono Pongolo. <laughs> and we've got a brilliant guest once again on the show, uh, a man who was born in Umtata, went to Hudson Park, Hudson Park's Hudson Park. finest, um, a multi-carry cup winner with the Bulls, uh, a three-time Super Rugby champion with the Bulls, a rugby world cup winner with the Springboks, a tri nations winner with the Springboks, right? No, not tri nations. No, not tri nations. It's the other one from Germany. Oh, it's the other one from Germany. <laughs> okay, that one from same Germany. Same for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same thing. We'll take his accolades <laughs> and give them to you. But also recently inducted into the South African Rugby Hall of Fame, the one, the only, put your digital hands together for oh, oh, oh. Akona Indugani in the Indugani. <laughs> I try to sound like you played at the, at, the, at the end. Buddy, all right? The right, Buddy. Very interesting intro. Yes. I was not expecting it from you. Don't ever say that I've never done anything for you. <laughs> but you're late. <laughs> right. Let's yes. get along with the show. <laughs> There's a common denominator here, Pila. We need to sort it out. Yeah, There's I a know. I know. I know. I know. Sorry. 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 <laughs> My apologies. It's um, okay. Buddy, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Um, like I explained, we wanted to just try and get um, a sense of what goes into a Rugby World Cup campaign. Firstly, from winning it, but also participating in it and, 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 and what it takes to win a Rugby World Cup. So thank you for, so much for, for joining us on the show. Um, maybe just to kick it off, mm. the Springboks obviously... Uh, at Rugby World Cup 2023 in France. Um, three pool games down now, really good wins at the beginning, and then a loss against Ireland this past weekend. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, well, that loss isn't too much of a big deal because of what it means for possibly later in the tournament. Do we look at later in the tournament or do we take care of business in the pool stages <laughs> and then look at whatever happens later in the tournament? Well, I think um, you have to look at what is happening currently. Yeah. Um, you can't look at what's coming because yeah. then you just don't focus at the task at hand. Um, you know, starting at the game against uh, the Scots, Scotland, yeah. um, you know, the boys looked sharp, but we can expect uh, Scotland to come for you because yeah. they're number five in the world. They've got the one of the best teams that we've seen from the Scotland side. Yes. Um, so the competition is actually, it should be tight. Mm. Um, and, and, and unfortunately, we knew going to this group that we're in a very tough group. Yeah. Um, there's uh, three, three top five teams in that group. Yes. So one will miss out eventually. Yeah. Um, and the way the guys came back in the second half, yeah. you know, showed um, character, showed that they were hungry for it. Um, and expectedly made changes against yeah. Romania. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
demolish them and you know saw players putting their hands up yeah and i think everyone was just waiting for this game mm. last weekend yeah. um because we knew we're playing the number one team in the world yeah. johnny sexton fit um which was gonna always gonna be tough yeah um and we showed some good signs we had opportunities to convert in their own 22 that we missed um and obviously, you know, everyone is talking about the conversion yeah, yeah. from Money yeah. and We'll get to that. And <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, it's disappointing. Yeah. You know, it was hurting. Yeah. It, it's not nice to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happened. Um, now we need to look forward to Tonga, mm. one more pool game. And then we focus on who's coming in the quarterfinals. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, talk about probably, I think, one of the bigger games of the World Cup in terms of intensity. Um, I'm just trying to find out from you in terms of um, the Springboks. I mean, probably in the dying minutes of the game, the game was still on the line. Mm. And everyone is talking about the missed kicks, 11 mm. points or mm. off the tee that mm. were missed. But there were still op- opportunities, even in the dying moments, yeah. the line out, the yes. box, score the try convert to still win the game yeah. um are we maybe kind of the world is expecting the springboks to not do well but it just seems like the performance yes it wasn't there but like it wasn't as bad as things everyone yeah. puts out to be because yeah. i mean they still stood a chance even yes. though there wasn't their best game in terms of performance wise um it's it's i think when you're the defending champions yeah you know there's so much that's expected of you mm. And especially after you, you know, you beat a, I wouldn't say an average, a, v- a very good All Black side, yeah. mm. um, convincingly. So I think going into the World Cup, there was a lot of expectations, and everyone thought that um, we should be able to dominate Ireland, mm-hmm. um, especially um, in the set set pieces and the scrums. And we saw in the first half it was tough. Yeah, you know, mm. Ireland has got a has got a very good full pack. Mm. You know. Um, they not number one in the world for nothing. Mm, yeah. You know, they able to dominate teams. And unfortunately, we didn't get that sort of dominance that we expected in that first half. But we saw in the second half when the bomb squad, those props came in, you know, we got reward for it. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, the risk that Jacques and Rassi took for not bringing a specialized, a specialist hooker, yeah. you know, sort of played a part. Um, because I I still believe that you know, you know Faf is a very good kicker. Yes. Um. So is Mani, but I think I think for me when Apila the biggest issue for me with Umani is, you know, yes he's missed kicks. Yeah. Um. That we sh- should have kicked over. Yeah. On a normal day. Yeah. But I think it's the pressure that's yeah. built up mm. over time. Mm. If you see press conferences. Every day, yeah. that's what they ask about. Do you think money is going to be yeah. able to win us the World Cup? Yeah. And unfortunately, that does play a role in the player's mind. You know, yeah. the coaches can do so much. But when you go into the game, knowing that if you miss this one, you know... You know it's going to be asked. You know it's going to be asked. Yeah. You know the pressure is there. And, and, and what I'm happy about is, as I see that it doesn't affect his play. You know, his all-run game is still good. Yeah. He still uh, kicks for touch very well. He puts us in places. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, I would have hoped that maybe 
what the coaches should have done and said, okay, Faf, you're going to be our number yeah, one kicker. Straight, yeah. uh, straight, straight away. away. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. I think Faf, Faf can relax. Yes. Yeah. You know, he knows that he's the number one scrum off. He doesn't have a 100 Pollard that's coming and yes. everyone is, is saying, no, 100 must come back. Yeah. Um, then if Faf doesn't kick well, then Mani can come and Chesley can come. But unfortunately, um, and I think, you know, uh, knowing Mani Lebok, he would have said, no, I'm, I'm okay. Yes. I'll take the kicks, mm. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll win us this game. But unfortunately, you know, it's just one of those days where it just didn't happen. Mm. As a follow-up to that, do you think now with our good old substitute for Malcolm Marks coming in has added more pressure <laughs> um, with, to money now? Because now we know, Guti, yes. you know, there is another fly half that has won us the World Cup in the squad. Yeah. But like everyone knows, he's only played 40 minutes. Yes. Yeah. It seems like everyone is kind of, we think this guy is going to be a machine yes. overnight yes. And, and be fit yes. to, to, to handle the pressures of international rugby stage and a World Cup stage um, yeah. and handling those pressures. Well, I, th I think, you know, Ohandre um, should be able to handle the pressure. Yeah. He's been there. Um, you know, he came into the international scene at a very young age. So he's, he's been around the block. So he's able to handle the pressure. But like you say, the, he hasn't had a lot of game time. Mm. He's had 40 minutes at club. And he's kicked points from the side. And, and, and for me, you know, I, I do hope that when he comes in, if he plays this weekend, he will show us what we, yeah. we, know, we expect of him. Mm. But, you know, there's games where Henry Pollard has missed kicks yeah. in the game. <laughs> yeah. And it was never an issue. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's how things are yeah. sometimes. You know, um, there's players that are able to, you know, have mistakes and not be questioned. Yeah. And, 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 for, and, and the nice thing is that, you know, we saw what Sia said in the press mm -hmm. conference that, you know, everyone makes mistakes. It happens. Yes. So, but we beg everyone to, yeah. you know, put their best foot forward. And unfortunately, you know, when you the defending champs you yeah. know, everyone is looking out for you and mm. when you do things out of the ordinary like what they're doing six two seven one yeah you know everyone wants you to fail yes so that they can say hi look at you yeah. now <laughs> you know um so there's a lot that is is being watched from yeah. what the box are doing yeah um and when it works it does work but for me to be honest i'm not a fan <coughs> of the seven one yeah um, because it puts you in a place yeah. where if anything happens, it's yeah. a risk. You don't have yeah. another plan. Yes, yeah. it's a risk. Yeah. It worked against the All Blacks. I won't say it didn't work against Ireland um, because we had chances, yeah. mm. you know, like you said. Uh, besides the ones that we missed uh, post to the post, mm. we had chances where we had a ball ripped out of Peter Steph yes. in front of the try line. We had... Chance where, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yes, from mm. Jesse's pop. Yeah. So had we converted those, it mm. would have been a different game. And and you know, defensively we did put them under pressure. Mm. You know, in the lineouts, uh, and there was a time where you know when Dion came on, yeah. he missed the easy lineout, the first and, one. and he oh, got yeah. the he got yeah. the, the tough one yeah. at the back. So and for me, you know, it's unfortunate that we don't have um, a third choice hooker. We mm. do have, you know, Joseph Dweba, Chrobra mm. from the Bulls, but we know that the Springbok management believe that, you know, um, those guys are not good enough. Yeah. And that's why they're not there. 
um, and they think that Dion can do the job. be the one that can play that 20 minutes when Pongi, because we know Pongi is going to yeah. play 80 minutes. Yeah, talk to me, because I mean, that, that's a, it's a big talking point um, around Springbok fans and of course, um, lovers of the, of, of the game. Mm. The decision to bring in Pollard instead of a Joseph Durber when there was mm. an injury to Malcolm Marks. Yeah. And I guess the the theory that people are coming with is that, you know, in 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 history, when you go back to how World Cup finals have been won in in history, I mean, Larkham in '99, yes. Wilkinson in Topples. 2003, it's mm. been the kicker, yes, uh, and not necessarily someone winning a, a pressure line out at at five meters out. So, do you see that decision as a decision that is geared towards possibly getting through? the knockout stages and possibly winning you a rugby world cup final well i think you know pollard we've we saw what he did at uh, in japan in yeah. 2019 you know he kicked well um and that allowed the springboks to put pressure on england yeah hence they were able to score those two tries um but for me i, I don't like the idea of replacing a specialist hooker mm. with the flav mm. you know um he jacques decided to take four scrum offs yes you know that has never been done um and i still need to see what was the reason behind mm. it mm. you know where previously you would take three hookers three scrum offs and make sure that whenever um those <coughs> positions there's an injury yeah you're covered yes you know because um, when you play against Ireland, France, mm. um, Scotland, possibly the All Blacks, All Blacks, yeah. um, teams that will put pressure on you on set pieces. Yeah. You know, you need to be able to have guys that have been there. Yeah. Guys that you know have confidence, and 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 for me, you know, for the box to kick on outside the in their own half for yeah. pose yeah. tells you that they don't want the line out yeah, where yeah, yeah. that's usually our strong point. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll yeah. kick for touch, put pressure with yeah. the line out drive yeah. and get a penalty or a penalty try. And that's how you put pressure on the, on the mm. other, on the op opposite team, because then you're able to just force them, you know, to make those yeah. silly errors. Mm. And that brings in the card mm. as well. So it just shows you that there is a bit of doubt mm. from them <coughs> because then, if if we, if there was not, then um, Bongi or whoever was captain at the time would have gone for for the line, yeah. and 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 for me when I feel like it's also it's a bit tough to see you know players on the field not making those decisions, yes. having to wait for the coach to say let's do this, yeah. because if you're on the field you know what's right, yes. what to do, because you know exactly the feeling the feeling is yeah, there, yeah, you know so. Um, it's it's tough to see, but you know sometimes when it works, it's not a problem. Yeah, and that's how life is sometimes. If it doesn't work, then we'll punish you for it. You mentioned four scrum offs and and, and a lot of other things in, in your answer now, and a lot of people have, have been speaking about the versatility of these Springbok players in the squad. Do you see that as a good thing or a bad thing? Because now we have a situation where Marco van Staden. Is <laughs> playing hawk, hooker, you know, yes. uh, and Faf has been playing fly off. You yes. know? So, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing to have 
options options or, or versatility yeah. or cover yeah. or whatever the, the you want to call it yeah. in the Springbok uh, squad at this stage of the game I wouldn't say it is a bad thing it's always nice to have options yeah but for me I still maintain that you know I don't think there was a need to take four scrum halves yes um, you know Faf you say rightly can cover your f- nine and ten yeah uh, Grant Williams can cover nine wing. wing yeah. So same as Gorbas. Yeah. Um, Jaden can cover nine, at maybe ten if push comes mm. to shove. But mm. you know, I don't think at a, against an island or an Oblex he would be played there. Mm. So I think the guys should have just made a call. Yeah. You know, we're taking three scrum halves, and this is what's going to get what's going to happen. Um, and and unfortunately, we're in this situation now. You know, um, we can only hope that um, Dion will get confidence from that last nine yeah. out uh, because that was a tough ball, tough ball to throw. But I think it was smart from them as well because mm. they knew that the Irish will close the front yes. and the middle ball. Yes. So, you know, you take to, it to, away from the traffic and to beg him to make to to do that ball. Yeah. At that time of the game, mm. you know, um, takes a lot of guts and. You know, he, he did um, deliver on it. Um, so that will give him a lot of confidence. Mm. Um, but, you know, coming up against Tonga now, um, who is not at the same level as, you know, Irish, yeah. the All Blacks, but will also challenge them. Because we've seen... almost lost to Tonga in 07. <laughs> no, I know. I know. No, that's, a, that's a problem. Yeah. If you take them lightly, yeah. you know, those teams will give you problems yeah. Yeah. we saw with France and Uruguay yes, yes. you know um, and I think you know Fiji is no longer the nah, definitely, yeah, nation. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. they've taken it to the next yeah, level yeah. and that's that's what's nice about those um, the Samoans the Tongans yeah. the Fijians yeah. now they've realized that we've got the skill set to challenge anyone yeah. mm. but if you don't have ball uh, from a set piece from a good scrum from a good line out then you can't use those strike runners so it's nice to see that they've actually improved on those. Mm. Um, and, you know, not saying that they will challenge us, but they will give us a tough task, yeah. you know. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see who is he going to select for this game. Yeah. yeah, actually talking about that selection, because I think South Africa will have 13 days post yes. Yes. the Tonga game. Mm. So in terms of the balance of the side, do you maybe foresee a mixture of your s- normal starters w- with a bit of rotation going forward to to that Tonga game because it is still a must win yeah, for the for, for the Springboks because you are just trying to secure that but they do have the buffer of having that enough rest yes. period to, to, to for the, the yeah. neck, for the starters to recover still. Yes, yeah. And and that's a nice thing about about them in this in the situation because even if they play your starters, you know, they still have enough time. Um but you know, I think maybe they will give rest to guys who are Still, maybe still carrying a little bit of a needle, mm, like yeah. oh, Eben, mm. um, you know, uh, but still give enough time for, you know, I would love to see Dion start. Yes. Mm. Giving me enough time, give him 60 minutes um, and see how well it, it goes. Um, because the nice thing about the Springboks um, is that, you know, between number one and number two players, there's not much of a difference. Yes. Like we see with other yes, countries. Yes, yeah. Yeah. We are fortunate in the sense that the quality we have in the depth we have in the squad is good enough to be able to go against Tonga and t- to perform. Mm. Talking about 207, you know, Jake <laughs> also made a couple of changes. Yes. 
and you know it it it's sort of you know Ruan Pinar was playing fullback um who's a scrum half yeah so there was those options that were presented yeah but unfortunately you know anything can happen mm. on the day if mm. you're not as focused as you should be yeah, yeah. And fortunately, you know, the guys came on in the second half and, you know, we were able to win the game. Yeah. And I don't think this group will take Tonga lightly. Yeah, yeah. You know, they know that if anything happens, we could be in trouble. Yeah. And you want to have that momentum going to the quarters. Yeah. yeah. It's the Springboks last World Cup um, in Japan were the first team to lose a game in the group stages mm-hmm. and go on to win. This year already in the group stages, we've seen New Zealand. Yep. We've seen Australia, yeah. and now we've seen South Africa lose a game in the group stages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that mean now about world rugby at, at this stage? Have the other nations caught up, or maybe now the so-called the Southern Hemisphere side have maybe the teams have caught have caught up in terms of their ability to match them up? Definitely, um, which is good as well. You know, you want the competition to be tight. You don't want going to a World Cup knowing that it's either Australia or the Southern Hemisphere teams yes. that will win it yeah. because then it just becomes uh, another World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this World Cup was the first one where we had five to six teams that can actually mm. go and win it. Yeah. And it's good for the viewers. It's good for the fans going to the stadium. Um, it's good for the game. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm happy to see you know, um, the Northern Hemisphere teams. Mm. You know, we've seen how much improvement there was or there is there, you know, the French, um, Ireland, mm. um, Scotland, Scotland. Yeah. Um, Italy is also improved. Yeah. Sco- England is the only one that's gone, <laughs> that's gone backwards yeah. the other way. <laughs> but they had a good, a good uh, start to the World Cup. Yeah. The games um, have been kind. Yeah. They have been kind. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think for me, you know, I don't see them, you know, going to the final or semis, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, but coming back to your point, I think it's good for the game. Yeah. Uh, we have to get those countries up. Um, and, you know, hopefully this will put pressure on the the world rugby to put more money and resources yeah. to teams like Uruguay, Namibia, yes. um, Chile. Chile. Yeah, mm. we saw how much yeah. passionate they were. Mm. And they actually played some good games. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, you can see the difference between the two yeah. teams in the second half conditioning. Yeah. The yeah. skill set mm. just drops and, and the, the depth. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, they did put their hands up. So it's, it's good for the game, man. Mm. Let's go back to Tonga because it, before this Rugby World Cup and going into the Rugby World Cup, a lot of people spoke about how, you know, guys like Malakai Fakatua coming back and representing Tonga, mm-hmm. um, Via Fafita coming back and representing Tonga, um, but they unfortunately didn't have Israel for Lao because yeah. of injury. But these guys that have tasted Tier 1 mm. nation rugby for a very long time, I mean, Fafafita kept All Black, yeah. Malakai also uh, kept All Black. Charles Pietau. Yeah, Charles Pietau also. Mm. But we haven't really seen that in this Rugby World Cup. And a lot of people were saying, well, South Africa needs to be wary of Tonga because mm. of all of these guys coming back and, and playing for their nations mm. of birth. Mm. Where do you see Tonga realistically challenging South Africa this weekend? I think, you know, physicality is always there yeah. with those um, island teams. Um, we know they love the big hits. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and the Springboks know what's expected. Yeah. You know, you have to front up to them. Otherwise, yeah. 
you know if you just two percent off they can give you issues and yeah. you know your child's peer towel you need to kick well to them yes and have solid chase lines because yeah. he can counter and you know cause issues for you um and but but i think for me you know tonga hasn't really shown or delivered to the expectations mm. that we we had from them especially with us with those type of players mm. um but I think you know the nice thing about those teams is they will always be up for a challenge, yeah. mm. and especially against the Springboks challenge, uh, because if you do well against the Springboks, you know there's yeah. your World Cup. Yeah, you know you've beaten the world champs and um, in, in a pool stage. So there, there's a record that they want as well. Yes, um, because if you look at those players, you don't see them coming back in 2027. Yes. Um, so it might be one of their last World Cups, mm. this one. Mm. So they want to finish well. Um, and and they know that, you know, the Springboks pride themselves on scrums, mm. lineouts, mm. you know, dominating the other forward packs. Um, and, and, and we've seen, you know, teams give the Springboks problems, yeah. especially against the Irish. Um, so they can take confidence from that as well. Yep. But I still believe that if we play to our potential yeah. we shouldn't have too many issues yeah. there gambo talk about the draw because because it's also one of the talking points that come into <laughs> into play because people say why what's the point of having a, a draw for four, four years, years yeah. before <laughs> the next world cup yeah. should world rugby probably think about yes. having a, a draw closer to the, the the next world cup yes yeah definitely um it doesn't make sense because there's so much that can still happen. Yeah. You know, um, ranking. We've saw, yeah, yeah. the Springboks went to number four, number five, and before the World Cup, number two. Second, yeah. Um, so I think they w will also feel the pressure. Mm. Um, because if you look at the pools now currently, pool A and pool B, that's where your mm. strongest teams are. Oh, yeah. Mm. And you don't want that to happen. You know, you want it to be nicely balanced so yes. that when it comes to playoffs, you still have those solid teams still yeah. performing. Um, and you look at C and D, you know, and for me, you know, from the start of this World Cup, I felt that the winner will come from Pool A and Pool D. Yeah. Mm. Pool B, sorry. B, B. Yeah. yeah, between those two uh, pools. And hopefully, you know, they will realize what they've done yeah. and improve for, for the next World Cup. And, you know, just set out the polls, you know, closer to the time so that you allow the stronger teams, <coughs> yeah. you know, to try and avoid each other in the in the post stages yeah. and only meet in the qualifiers. Because, I mean, when you look at England, they don't come into this World Cup as one of the favorites. Benefited. But they go Benefited. In, you know, <laughs> they, they have a, an easier path yeah. of getting to a semi-final. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and it benefits them. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sure they're not complaining now. But, <laughs> no. but you know, coming into the World Cup, they, for me, I didn't see them making it out yeah. of the group. Um, but... Unfortunately, you know, um, they played the Pumas when they were on their off day mm. and they were able to, to, to win. And they just, that, that gave them a lot of confidence. Mm. But, you know, um, we'll see if they, how they do <coughs> against Fiji in yeah. the quarters. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go left field a little bit. I mean, you've been in a World Cup. Um, can you just give us a bit of insight in terms of between games, yeah, what really happens? Because I mean, it's not like cricket with us where <laughs> it's not that physical for okay. for a rugby player. 
I'm sure there's a lot of. Uh, I'm not. Ma- so maybe half happens, of the what happens with cricket? They're oh, lazy. They're lazy. What happens? I mean, in that seven, eight days, um, yeah. you know, post a match, yeah. and then building up to the next one. Well, you try and uh, recover <laughs> as much as you can. Um, and and the nice thing now with this World Cup, you know, you have 13 days. Yes. Um, that you can do whatever and. You know, um, you know, we see that some of the guys have brought up their families yes. um, and they will be given like three days off mm. to just, you know, relax and sightsee um, and just switch off because mm. that's what you need, mm. especially in a very tough environment as this World Cup. Um, you need to switch off completely and try and refresh. Mm. Um, so, you know, guys play golf. Um, just try and relax mm. and just... Yeah, forget that you in the World Cup. H- how did you relax? Well, because you weren't playing golf in Osama. Was that pre-golf? <laughs> yeah. So there, there were there were nice things we did. Um, you know, the non-golfers yeah. at the time, um, and and it's France after all. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. You know, we were still young. <laughs> what you, you are so leading us this now. Is, my <laughs> wife is watching this podcast okay, right. so we'll leave okay. it at that okay. all right it's a family show yeah. Yeah, thank you it's a family show um what does it take then to 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 win a world cup what kind of environment should be fostered that mm. takes you all the way um what was the environment in 07 um it, it takes a lot yeah. um mindset starters conditioning um and the players to buy into the plan um and you know so for me i i joined the the squad of 207 later mm. you know uh, but the guys will tell you you know the first meeting that jake had with them was we're going to win this world cup in 2007 yeah and i think you know for some of the players that um played in 203 thought okay who's this guy now coming here to yeah. tell us yeah. in four years' time we're going to win the World Cup? And I think as a player, you don't look that far. Mm. You just want to, you know, look at the next game, which is the Tri-Nations, the All Blacks, and the end-of-the-year tour. Yeah. Um, but it, it makes a huge difference when you have a coach that is already thinking in France in 2007, but still have ideas on yes. how to get there. Mm. Because it's like what we said earlier on, mm. you can't, focus on there you have to focus here now yeah right? now yeah but at the back of your mind that's, that's where, where you're, you're going to mm-hmm. yeah. yes yeah so um and we had a lot of challenges you know at times where jake wanted to be get fired mm. um you know s- people saying this team is not good enough um you, and you know how our media can get yes you know because and understandably so because we are very passionate about yeah. the sport um we know when the springboks do well whole country everyone is happy yeah you know we forget about our problems <laughs> we're just happy yeah. and we just want them to do well so that's understandable mm. and and i think as players you understand the pressure that comes with with wearing that green and gold jersey yeah. um and you take it on and you you know you you try and push and and I think you know when we got to the World Cup, we we had that mindset. You know, we're going to win this, yeah. and and we had a very nicely balanced squad as yeah. well. Um, and you know, we 
And and we played England in that first game and we beat them 36-0. Yeah. And you think, okay. This can happen. Yeah. Yes, you know. Um, we can actually do this. And then you go through Tonga and Fiji where you almost lose those yeah, games. Yeah. And it just wakes you up. Yeah. Which is a good thing yeah, as well because you, yeah. you need to get through those games yeah. where you just scrape through to the mm. to the to the next one yeah. and that keeps your focus mm. you know mm. um and you know we knew that playing england for the second time is not going to be easy yeah because they <coughs> they know exactly what's coming mm. so they will up, they will be up for it um and you know in, even in that game you know there are moments where you know inches yeah you know where that try um from the from Danny Rousseau's yeah, tackle Danny we, we need a verdict now it's about what verdict? <laughs> the oh, World Cup was one, Chief. Out no, the World Cup was one. What's this guy? Oprah, he lifted the trophy. <laughs> now it's done. We can't bring the president to oh. come back and say, uh, <laughs> it's not our World Cup. No, 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 no it, it's done. Yeah. To- talking about mindset and mentality, um, often in sport, I mean, we, we tend to focus on the 15 yeah. or the 23 that's playing mm. at a certain game. But I mean, like well, rugby is probably one of those sports where you're taking a massive squad. Yeah. Um, those guys that maybe come in and play the rotation games. Yeah. Talk us through that being part of, of of a World Cup, and having to maybe um, fill those gaps first for those um, yes. for, for for those games, yeah. yes. and still trying to provide competition as well yes. within the squad. Yes. What's the mindset of a player that's not always seen as a starter, but still providing an important job for yeah. the for the squad that is looking to win a World Cup? Yeah, it's huge. Um, and for me, I was one of those players, mm. um, you know, playing behind Brian and JP. Mm. Um, and and the nice thing is that you know I played with Brian at the Bulls and. Mm. The competition was always there. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna score three tries in this game, and you wanna do do better, mm. and you then that's the healthy competition that you have. Um, and 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 to to the build up of the games, you know, you want to challenge the guys mm. because you are part of this group. And and the nice thing about it for us, you know, we had John Smith as the captain, who didn't, who made everyone felt like you know you are very important yeah. as much as the guy that's starting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where it starts for me. You know, it, it's, it's a squad thing. It's a group thing. Mm. You know, it, there's, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes yeah. that um, people don't see. You know, you talk about, you know, the rotation players, the impact that they have. But there's also, you know, some of the management mm. that's not mentioned. Mm. You know, the amount of work that they put in to make sure that, you know, as players, we can just focus on playing and mm-hmm. just preparing and getting things right. Um, so that's why, for me, you know, it's important that the whole group, you know, gets to celebrate and understand what's at stake. So, so it's it's a huge role, um, and and especially with with the game of today, you know, defense is is as important as the attack. Mm-hmm. You know, and you need to emulate a Johnny Sexty move and. You yeah. know what the what Rich Mahanga gonna yeah. do? Those cross kicks and all of those things. So so that the guys Simulation, are ready yeah. and yeah. you know can can defend and execute as much as they can. Yeah, um, we often hear in this. Oh, I've been in the Springbok side now, where maybe some of the rotation guys might have been told 
you know you might be playing that game you might mm. be playing that mm, game yeah. was that the same case with you where you knew in advance would mm. see you playing these games yeah. or how 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 would that work yeah so so coaches what they do is they they plan mm. um and they have an idea of who's going to play where which game can you rotate mm. um like for example this game against romania you know the players knew exactly what games they would have played um yes injuries happen so mm. they just change there and there mm. about uh but it's not a surprise for them you know and and the nice thing is that you know if you tell players in time mm. then your mind already shifts and you you know you know what you focus on yeah um and you know things change in sport mm. but if you have an idea and you have a plan then you're able to adjust yeah. to anything that comes or changes um but i think it's it's always important you know um and for me what i also you know like is if a coach makes a brave call and he sees that the player is, is not performing like yeah. the way i wanted him to make then you're able to change the player and, mm. and sit down with him and say listen this is a situation now we are we planned we're going to go this way yeah. but unfortunately um Joseph is performing mm. and we can't ignore that yeah. mm. you know so then the plan can change and players are able to buy it, i mean to buy into the plan um as long as you transparent to the players yeah. that's all that's all players want you know just clarity and and they're able to then you know perform to that mm. when you look at rugby world cup 2023 um I think the blueprint of a lot of sides that have that have performed well um you know barring South Africa is is, is the game plan that they've they've instituted you know if you look at Ireland very much ball in hand yeah. they they play a high tempo game mm-hmm. um similar to the All Blacks uh, in many ways the style of play of the, the Springboks always comes into question uh, whether <laughs> is it is it something that is attractive um a lot of people say it's killing the game um where do you stand in terms of <laughs> the 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 style of play that south africa have played not only at this rugby world cup but in the previous rugby world cup as well you know previously um everyone was saying that you know it's 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 boring it's not nice to watch yeah. um but Jacques and Russ's response would be we're winning yeah you know and but i think for me it's 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 more than just winning um you need to make the kids want to play the game yeah. you you don't want your kid from uh as we did to say no i want to be an all black you know mm, i want to yeah. play like the all blacks you want him to say i want to play like a ketley arensa yeah. or you know chase <coughs> kobe um so for me it it's it has to be a balance yeah. you know you must win yes but you need to make it entertaining as well yeah how are you winning mm. yes mm. and and for me surprisingly you know the springboks have actually changed from previous years mm. last weekend we saw from the kickoff trying to run the ball yeah mm. you know and unfortunately it was not a good pass um or uh Kately couldn't f- catch the ball but you know now they trying to you know just shift the game a little yeah. bit and it's quoting other teams unawares uh, against the Oblex in Twickenham mm. you know the fort pack of the Oblex thought we we're going to drive the ball mm. drive them more mm. and then Sia and uh, Malcolm broke to the side yeah 
you know, so the you can see the innovation the has yeah. happening in the yeah. team, mm. and which is good. Um, and we do have the players to do that. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, we've got deadly wings, mm-hmm. and and it's good to see you know Damon Williams is starting at fifteen, and yeah. if previously mm-hmm. we would expect him when he gets a ball to kick a bomb or to kick yeah. it long, but now he's able to yeah. run because His he's got natural the feet. game. Yes, yeah. yeah. And Jacques is allowing him to do that, mm. which is good to see. Um, and and for me, use the strength of the players yeah. to benefit the team. Yes, the team comes first, but use the strength of the players to benefit the team. And um, yes, you know, it hurts to lose against Ireland. Mm. Uh, it still hurts today. But we'll see them hopefully on the 28th of October. <laughs> um, actually, interesting that you mentioned that because, I mean, like we said earlier, um, we speak about the media, all the questions that yeah. we hear now, mm. kicking, kicking, kicking. Yeah. Mm. But two weeks ago, everyone was talking about that cross kick, how great it was yeah. that, you know, money out of, you know, out of the blue created a moment. Is, it's, it's almost like we will we like the going forward but yes. like as soon as things don't go away we want to go back to yes. the tried and tested the way the Springboks um have always played yes. do you find that it's, it's interesting or yeah. is that maybe people are not quite maybe adjusted to how much they've actually varied their games yeah. and for considering that Duman has only come in last year as well yes. to the yes. to the to the side well it's it's human nature um when things don't go as well as you want you mm. go back. You want to go back to the old habits because yeah. mm. it's safer. You know, it's comfortable. It's what you know. Um, and you know, you talk about the no look kick, and that just shows you the quality of the player. Mm. You know, mm. in a World Cup stage, no look pass. Yes, Lukanyo did it in 2019, and it's easier because the ball is in your hands. Yes, you know, you can look away and still control your hands because mm. it's in your mind. Mm. But to let the ball drop to your feet that you're not looking at yeah. and to kick. Yeah. You know, it just shows you w- what type of a player you're dealing with. Mm. And, and and what I like as well is that, you know, Jacques has given him the environment to do that. Yeah. You know, we saw him at the Stormers, how much he flourished yeah. Yeah. when Dobson told him, listen, you are our general, go yeah. play, go do your things. And that's what's nice about what this team is doing as mm. well. You know, they're allowing him to just go and be himself yeah. and, and when money plays, the whole team just plays well. Absolutely. Um, he's able to control and, you know, direct traffic. Yeah. And and I think that's why, you know, because um, I, I, I believe that as well. If, because um, Pollard would have been fit to play mm. the next two games after the Scotland game. But they didn't select him because they trusted what money can do. Um, and, you know, for me, I just... The the kick into post obviously is a big issue. Yes, when you need a kicker in your team that can convert those penalties. Um, hopefully, they can figure out how they slot in Pollard either yeah. from the bench or at twelve. But you know, hopefully, they can keep money at ten. Yeah. Looking slightly forward, quarterfinals. Um, we might finish second in this group. Uh, depending on what happens uh, against Tonga this this coming weekend, mm-hmm. Ireland and Scotland have yes. to still play each other. Yeah. That's a big one to yes. to to really determine who comes yeah. first and second. Yeah, um, potentially we play France in the quarterfinals. Mm. Would we prefer a France without a Gregory Aldrit, <laughs> without a Roman and Tamak, and possibly without an Antoine Dupont? I know there's 
uh, big rumors about him getting a, a face cast to to be able to play for France uh, beyond the the, the 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 group stages. Yes. Who do we prefer from a <laughs> South African point of view, France <laughs> or the Oblates? It's difficult, Pillar. Um, you need to simplify it for us. In the sense that, <laughs> you know, um, but for me, you know, looking at this Oblates side, mm. I think they most probably the easier route. Mm. And I'll tell you why. You know, I've, <laughs> I've, I've watched them, mm. you know, at the loss against France um, and the loss against us in, in Twickenham. Mm. And they're not the All Blacks of old. Yes. You know, there's there's something that is lacking there. And, you know, Reza has got a big job in his hands. Yeah. You know, um, and and also for me, I feel like, you know, yes, you've got those experienced players, same wide lock, Brody Retallick, who've been there. Yeah. But they're not as dominant physically um, mm. s- in the lineouts as they used to be. Yes. You know, um, they don't have uh, Ma Anunu at 12 that will run that ball over. Um, Frizzell has been injured, unfortunately, mm. and we saw what he did yeah. against us in Auckland. Yes. So they need someone t- like him to come back. Um, but for me, you know, I, I still think that Unfortunately, I think we won't face mm. the All Blacks. Mm. Chances are we're going to face France now yeah. because Ireland thinks it's going to finish first and then we second. Yeah. Same as in Pool A, France and New Zealand. Yes. And if we face France without uh, to point, oh, yeah. it will be a massive boost for us yes. because he's, he's just everything to yeah. that side. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. the captain. He, he runs everything. Yeah. He does cross kicks for yeah. his outside backs. He... And I think the whole team and the country mm. just moves to that next level when it's playing. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, he picked up an injury. You know, a lot of people are like, why play him against Namibia and yeah. this and that? But it's, 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 you have to play your players. You yeah. know, you, yes, you rest players it's for some games, but injuries happen. Yeah. You know, uh, it was just a, a freak accident, yeah. you know. Um, and unfortunately... It might just cost him the World Cup, mm. um, and on, in hindsight, you can say yes, mm. he shouldn't have played. Mm. But you know, um, it's sport; uh, these things happen. Forty minutes was enough. I say forty minutes was just enough for him. Yeah, yeah. I also, I also think so. I also, like, there's nothing more he will gain, and especially when um, you already fifty points yeah, in the first game. Yeah. You know, because mm. then you know it's gonna become loose and. That's where injuries come in. Yeah. Um, players from France won't be as, you know, focused as they were, you know, in the first minute mm. because of how the scoreline is looking. So I also think, you know, um, 40 minutes, yeah, yes, you've done your part, go rest. But it is what it is. Yeah, um, just further the conversation, I mean, uh, of uh, potential of of the quarterfinals. Mm. There's potential Wales, Argentina, mm. yeah. um, Ireland, New Zealand, England, Fiji will yeah. at the moment likely to be um, on our side of things yeah. of the draw. Um, France, obviously, uh, South Africa. Um, you have to be honest in saying yes. South Africa would have taken the loss in terms of <laughs> saying now being on the other side of yes. the pool, things are do look decent even though obviously there's a massive part of getting past um um france the French, before yeah. the the fiji or yeah. england yes. england route no definitely um 
and especially without Dupont, if he doesn't make it. Yeah. Um, but even if he does, um, you know, I think, you know, the pressure of playing at home um, will be tough for the French. But, you know, my biggest worry is if if Bongi gets injured, yeah. you know, can Dion play Van 50 up. minutes yeah. with Van Staden in the backup? Yeah. You know, and, and we know our strength, line out, scrums, mm. um, dominating physically. Mm. And and I think, you know, yes, Marco has the body, but, you know, he hasn't played hooker in so long. Yeah. You know, so so there's things that are also working against us as yeah. well. And we, we're going to hope that, you know, Bongi goes 60 minutes. And when he comes off, we, we have a nice, comfortable lead. Mm. Um, and whoever's playing at 10 um, can get the points for us. Mm. Because quarterfinals it's about getting points it's do or die mm. it's do or die yeah. you know you can't be missing 11 points on yeah. the day so um you know um it's it's not gonna be easy but that's the world cup yeah you know you want it like that yeah. Yeah. i'm gonna yeah. ask you guys have won with including your your brother i'm, I'm talking about the trophies yeah. where do they go do you keep your trophies or do they go at home um the the, the trophies that you no won? no no they're here they're here with us yeah. um and you know we were at home now the past weekend yeah. and you would see pictures there you know and some nice trophies and i think one of my trophies broke so i'm like <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i was like okay yeah. the okay. precious one must come yeah. and stay with me the world cup the yes. world cup goes with you no, everywhere, no, no, everywhere yeah. i go um but i think you know it's it's always nice to have some at home yeah um, so that when you go home and when the kids go there, yeah. you know, it's nice things to look at yeah. and just reminisce. How was it though? Like, I mean, you got you, you and your brother came up against each other a couple of times mm. um, for the Bulls and, and the Sharks. How was it playing against you, brother? And I know this is a question you probably might have yeah. had to feel a lot of times. Plenty. Um, you know, Pila, um, you know, growing up, and Tata yeah. and East London and it's four boys. There's always competition. Mm. Yeah. You know? Um, no, I'm better at this, I'm yeah. better at that. And and we were able to play at the high level where, you know, we go to the shark tank and play there. And you want to, you know, run over him. Yeah. Or so that you can have nice something to talk about. <laughs> um and, you know, tackle him hard or yeah. just do all of those things. And weird enough, for me, the older I became, I felt sorry for him. Really? Yes. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm the older one. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when JP, JP now, you know, made a tackle yes. and after the pass, you're like, ouch, okay, are you okay? You know, walking past him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's that, the brotherly compassion yeah. and, yeah. Um, you know, just want to look out for him. Mm. Um, so it's it it's just it's a huge blessing, yeah. Pila. You know, playing like, with your brother, yeah. against your brother, and you know every time because in my family, like for me, I'm from Imtad, yeah. and the closest to us is the Sharks. So I never thought I would come up mm, north and play yes, for the Bulls. Yes, because as a kid growing up, especially Imtad, look at the Bulls. You're so white. Yeah. Nice yeah. water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they're just kicking points. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, it's never, yeah. you, you don't picture yeah. yourself yeah. playing there. Yeah. Like, the Sharks, you know, they played with flair. Yeah. You know, it's by the coast. It's, the life is good. Yeah. You know, 
um and things happen mm. you know so but you know no regrets at all yeah. enjoyed every minute yeah. and uh, actually how was that transition coming from imtata mm. <laughs> to the blue bulls pretoria yeah. i'm sure completely it was, it was I'm tough. Sure half of the time if not 90% of speaking afrikaans was well, 100% <laughs> 100% <laughs> no it's it's tough i'm not going to lie um but what helped me was to be honest so so before i came to the bulls i went yeah. to to pe oh, yeah so and PE, you know, there's a bit of Afrikaans there as well. Mm. So I did pick up Afrikaans a little bit. So when I came to Pretoria, it wasn't something completely new. Yes. So Afrikaans I could understand. Um, but, you know, everything is Afrikaans. Your program is Afrikaans. Mm. Team Talks is Afrikaans. <laughs> Every, if you don't understand Afrikaans, then you struggle. Mm. Yeah. You know, but fortunately for me, I could understand. Um, and if I don't understand, I was like, okay, um, for you, what 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 is this? What do they mean? Yeah. And then and the guys were accommodating. Mm. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the system at the time Was didn't accommodate. Designed that way, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and you have to just take it and make it work uh, because of you wanna play well. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, for me, I won't lie and say I never felt in. I felt comfortable. Yeah. You know, yes, Afrikaans was an issue at first but you know you adjust and you get used to it yeah. but i was comfortable i was happy you know the guys were backing me um and you know um no regrets there as yeah. well yeah. as a black child in south africa mm. um people generally expect you to go the soccer route yeah and the two of us went the cricket route yeah. you went the rugby route yes talk us through that journey of Kind of so, probably being like, what is he doing? Yeah, <laughs> and especially I'm a big soccer. I love yeah. soccer. Um, You're a United fan. We'll move along. Oh. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not say any United fan. Chief, I'm a United yes, Chiefs. Yes, so I don't watch. I don't watch any football. I think it's at the clear moment. that we only invite Man United yeah, guests. No. <laughs> so currently, I'm not watching any football. I hear we won last night or something, but. Yeah, <laughs> that so other guy next to you doesn't know what a wind looks like, by the way. But he's loud. They very loud. This one, Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's from the Blue Nations. Yeah, yeah. So, but so M Tata, you know, um, a school where I, uh, where I went to study primary school, played soccer, athletics. We didn't have rugby as a sport, mm. but my dad played. Mm. My uncle played uh, for a club in M Tata. And I think that's how we got introduced to the game. Yeah. Um, we used to go watch him on Sundays after church because obviously they were not professionals. They would play on Sundays. Mm. Um, and when we moved from East London to Island, I mean from Tata to East London, Hudson Park, it was like, hey, here's this game. Let's mm. let's give let's it a try. try it. Let's try it. And you know, went to trials under 14 and don't know what to expect, but. You know, you just have to catch that ball and run. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, we're at the speed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, from there, started enjoying it. You know, Hudson Park had some tough games. Um, and I think, you know, once once you get to play on weekends and you get the support, mm. the stands, there's some nice ladies there. <laughs> you know, you want to play well. Little motivation. Yeah, <laughs> <big> motivation. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is actually not bad. Yeah. So let's see what happens afterwards. Yeah. yeah. I mentioned your accolades uh, at the in, in the intro. Um, Curry Cup finals, um, Super Rugby wins, mm. uh, a World Cup. Of all of them, which <laughs> one would you put up there and say, 
this is my biggest achievement ever in my career. Well, there's no doubt yeah. about it. Um, 07. 07. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and purely because when Apila playing for the Bulls, you representing um, Pretoria, mm. Bilo Gauteng, and a lot of Eastern Cape people. Yeah. There's a lot of Bulls supporters there. But for me, the thing that stands out the most is coming back to SA with the World Cup. Yeah. And you just, you know, walk into our tambo and you see everyone packed. Yeah. Like green jerseys, blazer, jackets, yeah. Yeah. white people, black people, everyone just happy. Yeah. Mm. And then we went through the country, you know, went to PE, Durban, Cape Town. Yeah. The streets are packed. Mm. Everyone is happy. Yeah. And that's when you get to realize what you've done yeah. as a team. You know, you get to understand what impact. Yeah. When Utad Mandela said, sport will unite us as a country. Yeah, yeah. You know, everywhere you go, people are happy. They just want to buy you drinks. They want to <laughs> do this for you. You know, then you realize yeah. the impact. And, and I think for all of us in the 07 squad, yeah. that's what will, you know, keep us united yeah. and we'll go on as one of the greatest achievements. Yeah. Probably l last question for me is w how does the Springbok do it? Or, because it seems like when it comes to national representation, mm. you you understand what it means. You know how to represent. Mm. And of course, like you said, there's no team that has united this country mm. better than... Because we're always going to compare. There's another World Cup that's about to happen for the pro tiers. Yes. Yeah. And yes. of course, Bafana Bafana... <laughs> You know, yeah. like why? What's happening within the Springboks family setup that y you just know how to get the nations together? It's it's a very interesting question, um, and and I think it's just the culture. You know, um, you know, just being part of the Springbok setup is is every kid's dream that plays the sport, mm. um, and and I think what happened in '95 with Utad Mandela and Ufranz Apina, mm. you know, that's where I think it, it started everything mm. for this country. You know, we just came from a difficult time where, you know, we all know what happened. Yeah. Um, and <coughs> we're able to come and celebrate as a country. You know, it brought everyone, you know, together, you know, to celebrate the achievements of the team. First World Cup um, to ever play in. Mm. Uh, Chester Williams, you know, and Utada wearing the number six jersey mm -hmm. and just being there. Um, and I think that's where everything started. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for me, I always believed that when the spring works too well, you know, the whole country, like I said, is, is happy. Mm. And and for me, what is nice about it, this current team is it's inclusive of everyone. Yes. Mm. You know, what, what, what Rasi did was, I think, mind-blowing. Mm. You know, we've never had a black captain. Uh, first guy from, you know, to captain the Springboks from Ezwide, um, who understands the, the struggles. Yeah. Mm. You know, everyone knows how Sia struggled growing up. Um, and now, you know, it's, it's kids that, you know, struggle, mm. can relate. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty about what, what, what this team has done. And for him to go and lift the World Cup, um, you know, I remember I was doing that game, um, Springworks against England. Mm. And I said to one of the, my colleagues that, you know, 
I think we deserved this game. Mm. You know, yes, Mapimpi and Am and Cheslin, you know, scored the tries and the guys played well, but there was so much that was needed for that game to be won by the box. And same thing happened. They came back, you know, united everyone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, like I said, it's it's done by a black captain, first mm. ever. Mm. You know, so so now it's not just their sport, it's our sport. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, Sia can be the first captain to Oof. from this country to yeah. win it back to back. Yeah, we're crossing fingers. Eh? Crossing yeah. fingers. Last one, Gambo, before we let you go. Um, what was the most strangest thing that has happened to you in your career? Like a funny game, like you thought, yeah, no way. There's, there's no way that this is happening. Strange. Mm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> now I must think. Um, Super happy final, Chiefs. Did you ever expect that scoreline? No, mm. I don't think anyone did. Um, and 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 I think if you remember that game, you know, they scored first. Yeah. Um, and and we thought, okay. What's going on? <laughs> but I think because we backed ourselves and mm. we backed the team. But I think if you if you think about, I think the strange, well, not strange per mm. se, I must think of a word to use. You know, 207 Super Rugby Final in yes. Durban. Yes. You know, Albert van den Berg scores in the 77th, 78th minute. Yes. You know, we go behind the post <laughs> and, and Victor says, listen, if he misses this kick, because we saw Francois took the kick. Yes. And we believe that he's going to miss it. Yes. And he missed the kick. And I kid you not, when we jogged to the kick for, to the halfway to yeah. kick off, we all believed that we can still win this game. And I don't know how to explain it, but it just felt right. Really? Yeah. Like, um, I don't know how to explain it when Apila, you know, after we finished the huddle, and we saw he missed the kick. Yeah. You know, no one said anything. Yeah. We ran because we knew that the time is almost up. Yeah. And we just kept on playing and kept on playing. And, you know, Brian had a big hole to run in where, you know, you'd expect yeah. to be st- someone to be there. But I think it was just meant to be. Yeah. And um, that was th- that's, I think that's the strangest thing that's ever happened. Wow. Really? Yeah. No, I, I kid you not. Um, and 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 I think you know, those are the games that you look back, um, and you remember. I still remember that time. Yeah. You know, Victor saying, "Listen, we've worked so hard. Yeah. You know, we've trained so hard. He's gonna miss this kick, yeah. and we're gonna go and win this game. And and the beauty about sport, you know, um, is the belief. Mm. So everyone had didn't have any doubt mm. you know we all believe that we can still win this yeah. i don't know how but we can still do it and we did it yeah 2007 memorable year for ah, you ah too much <laughs> <laughs> memorable <laughs> year for you um thank you so much for yeah. for coming on to the show really appreciate it i mean to have a guy like you explain the way that you explain in terms of how to win a world cup what goes on um, in a rugby player's mind at the biggest stage of, of them all is, is just uh, mind-blowing for us and, and of course hopefully the viewers really enjoyed your, your, 
your your thoughts on on the game and and, and of course your your views on on how the Springboks can go mm. about defending the Rugby World Cup. Thank you so much. Thank you, Pilar. Um, and good luck to you guys. <laughs> I, I really had a good time. Um, and congratulations. <laughs> well done. This is this is actually quite nice. Yeah. Nice, nice environment, and yeah, all the best. Thank you. Thank Be you. watching. Thank you. Definitely. Um, quick shout out before we go. Um, shout out to the DP World Wanderers Stadium for hosting us again so graciously here at the iconic DP World Wanderers. Uh, and of course, you can come and watch uh, the domestic 50 over games for free, right? Yeah, they're free. For free. They won't, they won't ask you for a ticket. No, they, they just won't ask you a ticket. You're the only one. <laughs> you're the only one. Former <laughs> World Cup winner <laughs> was asked <laughs> to show us his ticket today. <laughs> but it's free. Yeah, <laughs> but it's free. <laughs> but it's free. Yeah. So come over to the DP World Wonder Stadium uh, and watch and, and support the DP World Lions uh, in the CSA One Day Cup. And of course, throughout the season, there's a Cricket World Cup as well, Non. So yeah, starting next week yeah. already, mate. Yeah. Starting next week. So yeah. Um, Proteas, like we said, um, it's all it's over to you now. Yeah. We've mm. been uh, the Springboks have laid down the foundation. Yeah, exactly. Now it's for the Proteas to Maize. Yeah, Maize, 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 Nice. Thank you very much. See you next time. Thank you. Bye.